ever considered using TikTok for your business? How effective is it really? And want to get insights and tips to improve using it even more? So today, you are in luck. Our guest is the expert of all experts when it comes to TikTok, um, Maeve. Um, Aixen, I've got an accent. I've got the name wrong, probably. She's here to take away all the mystery and make you feel excited about Beyond TikTok. If you're looking for the latest social media updates and news, or you want some handy tips and tools to help your business with digital, well, stay tuned for the Let's Get Social show with myself, Philip Twyford, digital specialist. And me, Emer Duffy, social media consultant and trainer. So let's jump into today's show. Welcome, Maeve. Thanks so much she, for having me. Don't she's probably not talking to me now. Yeah. <laughs> with a surname okay. like Atchison, I'll answer to anything, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you've, oh, okay. you've, got, you've got heart aches and at this stage with the pronunciation there. Oh, yeah. But hey, you know, it's all good. It's all good. And did you <laughs> yeah. know, Maeve and Eber, I'd like to wish you both a happy National uh, Gardening Day. Uh, yes, according to daysoftheyears.com, oh. that is today's uh, today's day. Uh, so I'm looking forward to unearthing some TikTok seeds of wisdom. Uh, yes, I, I, Maeve, you will get used to me. I'm full of puns and. Uh, all right. Well, I well then you know what? I'm glad I came prepared. You know, yeah. got out my toolkit. Okay. okay, Philip, I'm going to hit you yeah. with one. How do trees get on social media? I don't know. They have to log in. It's just really bad, isn't it? And I thought you hated the digital. Oh, yeah. do you know what I'm thinking? Do you know what? It, everybody else seemed to. I was the one who was on to, you know, take it yeah. down, take it down. Um, yeah, maybe we'll bring it back. Yeah. Watch the space. Did you, like the, did you like that joke, Maeve? You, you can use that in one of your client presentations. Love it. I'm <laughs> jotting that one down, keeping it in, in, the, in the little black book. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't encourage him because he'll start again now, you know, so. Yeah. But there you go. Um, so, yeah, we are here and delighted to have Maeve Exum. I can't even say it today. Atchison. What is Ron Atchison? All right, I need more coffee. I don't have enough of my coffee there. No, no. Sorry, Maeve. Sorry, Maeve. Um, so Maeve is a strategic content director um, of an award-winning creative agency called Pluto. Actually, must ask you why. Why is it called Pluto, Maeve? Oh, so this is one of those things I should tell you a lie about a really good reason to why it was named Pluto, but but Kathy would uh IMD would never forgive me for lying. Um it was do you remember back like I don't know how, how long ago, maybe 16 years ago, there was the whole debate about Pluto, is it a planet, is it not? Oh, uh, yeah. so it was all over the news and, and Kathy was in the midst of setting up the company and all she could hear on, on the news every day in and day out was Pluto, Pluto, Pluto. I just thought, right, but this is it. But uh, Pluto actually represents uh, transformation. So I like to say that's why we're such a transforma- transformative agency. And that's the real reason underneath it all that it was named Pluto. <laughs> oh, so uh, so anyway, um, yeah, um, that's a great story because, you know, yourself, always people are always wondering, you know, why would you call a business this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I actually found that was quite, I thought it would be some sort of like startling, pl- you know, planet experience, you know, space age Cutting edge. Not as well. Look, it's all of those things. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, that's why it's award winning, mate. You know. Okay. Okay. It's always a good conversation yeah. starter because you say Pluto and people say Pluto and you say like the planet or not the planet. You know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's what I was going to say. So hmm, interesting story. Interesting. So anyway, apart from that, um, you love creating experiences and understanding people, and can't wait 
to share lots of your insights regarding TikTok, which is one topic we haven't really hit on in a while, Philip, you know. Um, yes, so, first one. so okay. you, you're yeah. first, the first expert on about TikTok, maybe. So no yeah. pressure. Yeah. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, because <laughs> because for the last time we talked about TikTok, wasn't it, Philip? We were going, we'll never be on that. That's all for the young people. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, if we're you're not, if you're not on it already. I'll have you download it in the next half an hour. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. but anyway, welcome, Maeve. Um, and uh, Philip, as I say, it's going to be one interesting show or shows. We have two of them. Yeah, well, well, well absolutely. We're delighted that Maeve is going to be with us for two shows. So mm. uh, this is part one, and definitely make sure you tune in to next Friday when Maeve will be back with part two, sharing more TikTok insights. And if you missed our show last week, make sure you check out part two of our Twitter masterclass tips and insights with leading influencer Madeline Sklar. And oh, you need yeah. to catch that up on the Let's Get Social show podcast on yeah. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, on the Dublin South FM website. And if video is your thing, then hop over to YouTube. You'll find us there under the Let's Get Social show. And all we always say now is ring that bell and leave us a comment and, of course, subscribe um, so you don't miss a thing. Absolutely. And finally, before we get into the interview with Maeve, if you have any other topics like TikTok uh, or any of the other channels and you want to do us to do a show on that, drop us an email to inquiries at dublinsouthfm.ie. So, Maeve, to kick it all off, let's just get to the, the meat in the sandwich. What is TikTok and what it, how is it going to differ from, say, the other social platforms like, for example, uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram? Yeah, so I suppose um, TikTok is a video sharing app, first and foremost. Um, and I suppose it's known for being kind of an entertainment app and that's kind of what people know it for. Although more recently, it's I suppose rivaling search engines and it, that's going to show in its value in terms of yeah. um, using it from like a discovery point of view and that's a really kind of interesting take and that's kind of only happening in the last couple of months mm-hmm. um, but I suppose it probably hit it kind of blew up in the mainstream in, in 2020 particularly for us here in Ireland I think that's when the mainstream were starting to kind of get their teeth into it but it had been around for a couple of years before that um, and I suppose what resets it apart from the other kind of social platforms or entertainment platforms that we're using the first one everyone knows about is is its algorithm so tiktok's algorithm is just so sensitive and so powerful compared to other platforms and that that's kind of its biggest selling point and it's i suppose its biggest hook for as a user and i suppose as an advertiser and the other thing i suppose is that it's got a highly engaged audience and that's what we're kind of seeing time and time again versus other platforms and so you know that comes from a lot of things but even when the app was initially developed um, you know, it, it was the first kind of video first um, mm. format and then like full screen. So when you first got, when I first got TikTok, you couldn't even see the the, the clock on your phone. So when you went onto it, like, it was so easy to fall into the like dark hole of spending four hours on TikTok because you, you couldn't even see what time it was. Now that has yeah. changed, but mm. that's kind of what I suppose dragged people in to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then the other kind of big, um, is around the the sounds and the music. So um, it just has allowed for, you know, the kind of, I suppose, sounds is a big part of TikTok now. Even if I make a video right now, I can make my sound available for anybody else to use it and, and kind of use it as a jumping off point. Um, 
and kind of lip sync to my voice or whatever it is. So that kind of um, customization of the music and sound is a big selling point for TikTok. That's quite different to any other app mm. we've seen before. And when it comes yeah. to the algorithm, I was going to say, why is it so sensitive compared to maybe the other platforms? Um, is it they just start to walk? Yeah, so this is the thing. If I had the... Yeah, if I had the, the deep, dark secret from TikTok about the algorithm, I, I think I'd be a, a rich woman. It's, yeah. um, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's a bit of a mystery. Um, and look, it's to, to every digital marketeer's like, you know, detriment. They're like trying to plan, like look at their strategies for the year. And, you know, nobody knows exactly how it works, but especially kind of theories around it. Um, but really, I suppose what it is, like I suppose we're used to platforms where it's friends first. So it's based on the content you're served, is based on the people that you follow, the friends that you have, the businesses that you follow. Um, whereas with TikTok, it, it's kind of when you go onto the app, the first thing you do is you go to your For You page or FYP for yeah. short. Mm-hmm. Um, and that serves new content based on obviously like your age, your background, that kind of basic info that any platform uses. But then also it's re it seems to be really sensitive to your interests. So, you know, if you um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll be looking at kind of different things that I might be interested in, but for work uh, on TikTok, I might search a couple of things or engage with, with kind mm. of different videos to what I normally engage with. And that'll totally change my for you page for the next couple of days. Like it's really sensitive and really tunes into what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't have a hundred percent recipe for anyone on the algorithm, but I suppose what we always say, I suppose, from a, a brand's perspective, you know, really try to catch the audience in the first um, you know, seven seconds of your video. Um, obviously that's just to kind of hook someone in in general, but also some of the kind of theory around the algorithm would be that uh TikTok really kind of rate their their engagement based on your playthroughs. So um if you're like scrolling through TikTok yourself, right, you'll be served a couple of different videos about things that you like. One might have, you know, a million views, another might have 50,000, but you'll see the odd video that has zero views or eight views. Um, and what that probably means is that video has been pushed out to you in the very early days as like you're in the testing pool, basically. So mm-hmm. they push, push out Philip's video to a small pool of us um, to check, okay, is this content good? And if we're watching it for more than you know a certain number of seconds and we're engaging with it they're going okay Philip's video is really good we'll push it out to a bigger pool and a bigger pool and that's how something blows up mm. um so you know that's so we he, always he say could, grab it, for seven seconds. I was gonna say you could the Philip then could become a overnight sensation then is that what you're absolutely saying? absolutely yeah. I have high hopes for you Philip well, please, will you just bring my views up to nine, Maeve, from eight? That would be really, that'd be really appreciated. Thank you. We can work on that. But actually, it, it's very interesting that you say that uh, about the the whole search engine piece around TikTok, because mm. I got on TikTok, I suppose, towards the end of last year. It was very interesting because when I jumped on, I hadn't any sort of search history or anything. Mm-hmm. And it was just showing me kind of random stuff based on my location, maybe Dublin or me or whatever. Mm. But then as I started to use it as a search engine around, you know, social media tips, SEO, AI, suddenly the amount of stuff that I've learned from the creators who are popping up on my feed and learning from them and how they craft their content, uh, how they create, as you were saying, that hook that hooks you in. Like, uh, like you see it all across TikTok, you know, you know, here Here's a website that it should be illegal to know when you're sort of going, what is it? You know, and you're literally diving <laughs> in and it's kind of, oh, wow, <laughs> I better highlight that, you know. Mm. So um, and I started to see so many other businesses, even say 
real estate agents, you know, doing walkthroughs of new sales to trending music mm. is very, very bringing you in. So I think I think there's huge applications that maybe businesses don't realize. And that kind of leads me on then, Maeve. From what you see, who uses TikTok and the user demographic? Because I, I think there's a bit of a, maybe a misnomer that it's it's just all young people. Like there is a demographic of 30, 40-year-olds and higher who are now increasing. Would that be right to say? Absolutely. Um, I'd agree with you. I think there's a misconception. I'm hoping that we're getting there, that people are getting like it's, you know, for ages, like we heard people saying it's a kid's app, it's a kid's app. It's, like, it's yeah. really not like, um, but yeah, so there's like 1.8 million um, users in Ireland over the age of 18. Um, now with TikTok, like it's, it's 13 plus is what you can advertise to. Um, but like that, people would have seen it as it's, it's for teenagers. It's, it's for our kind of 13, 14 year olds. But of the current users in Ireland, I think it's about 17% are in the 13 to 17 age bracket. Um, and then 68% are between 18 and 34. So like, if you actually think about that, I think even, and, there, and there's obviously people above that age on it, but I think some people are still kind of in the mindset that there isn't any third year olds on it, which, which just isn't the case, you know, myself yeah. and my friends use it all the time. And, you know, I think we've, we, at first, this, about this for ages that it's it's not a kid's app and it's here to stay and you know um there, there's a, a broader audience on there but we're, we're seeing that now in the stats year on year which is great because I think it gives brands a little bit more confidence when they're thinking about it then you know mm. yeah and I think it comes back to I think you were saying this Emer, and you'd probably concur with this Maeve is that with any sort of social media channel just don't discount it outright you know do a bit of user testing because you may be surprised because yeah. I've seen it when I used to work for myself some clients kind of felt, oh, my clients are all Facebook. And then when we did some testing, say on LinkedIn, they realized all the engagements mm. actually coming from LinkedIn, they're not on Facebook. So I suppose it is a case of if you don't ever test something, you'll never know if it's right to a certain extent. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's very funny, Philip, because I was doing some research um, regarding uh I work with the funeral industry, Maeve, and uh, um, yeah, it's deadly, uh, as people would say. Um, so if you want, <laughs> we'll go there. <laughs> but there's a there's a funeral director on there, and he's a lovely guy. His name's Morty Stein, and he answers a question about what people are interested in regarding, you know, what you wear to a funeral and what you put in an urn. And he's over two hundred and fifty thousand followers on TikTok. Which I was this amazed. Is the thing. At. I think people, yeah, people don't realize what people will be interested in. Like they think, like, yeah. oh, nobody's going to care about this. But like one of my my colleagues always says it to people are nosy. It's as simple as that. People want mm. to know. So like, no matter what you're doing, even like there's something that was um, you know, even just during COVID, there was like a lot of businesses were doing, and, and they still are, but like doing this where you you'd send in an order and you could request to have your order packed on TikTok. So they'd make a video of I'm I'm packing order number twenty five, and you know that's your order, and you're watching them pack their order like so yeah. random but people loved it like yeah you know people be surprised about what people want to know and they just want to get like the insider info and see through a different lens and yeah it's it's mm. fascinating you know so what would you say would be say best practices then for anyone thinking about getting on tiktok you know or are on at the minute and they're going this is not working you know yeah. what would you say yeah so 
I suppose one of TikTok, TikTok, TikTok's tagline. That's how I shake your TikToks at me, mate. I sound about eighty-five now. That's great. Now you know how I feel. One of their taglines is um, "Don't make ads, make TikToks," Um, and I think like really, really clever. But they, they, I suppose that's got the kind of crux of it. Um, Mm. Don't put your TV ad on TikTok. You know, piece of content you've made for VOD, don't put it on TikTok. That's not where it's for. Um, so that's the kind of first thing. And I suppose it's something in general brands find tough. I think mm. um, it's not just the, re- okay, they sort of like, fine, I won't repurpose my TV ad, but they still want to have this kind of polished look on TikTok. Whereas that's yeah. just not really what TikTok's about. It's rough and ready. It's point and shoot. Like, you know, and, and it can be hard for people, to, you know, to kind of relinquish that and go, okay, it's not going to be the squeaky clean piece of content we always have and mm. um, have done or put out on other platforms. Um, but that's what does well. And it's kind of surrendering into that and going, this is what it's about. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of first thing I would say to people. Um, I suppose, look, I'm not, I'm not about people being on TikTok for the sake of being on TikTok, like do your research, know who your audience are and, you know, build it into your strategy. You know, I love TikTok and I love people using it, but when I get a call being like, we need to do TikTok, it's just, you know, with no KPIs, no plan, that's kind of no use to anyone. So do think about what you're trying to achieve there. And I suppose what your brand's tone of voice is because TikTok more than ever is about like a brand getting their personality across. So Mm -hmm. like, know who you are and like use it to get your voice across be fun with it as or as fun as you can be within within your kind of tone of voice but be authentic it's about a brand being who they are on the platform mm, um, yeah. and that'll be received well then you know by by audiences because I think something we do have to remember about TikTok and we're coming we're coming kind of good with it now but say it kind of blew up in our in, in mainstream say uh March 2020 but, you know, a lot of the younger audiences have been using it for kind of two years prior to that. Mm-hmm. It was only August 2020 where we had the first uh, paid ad format available on TikTok. So that was quite a shock for users who've been using it for two and a half years. Um, and they were like, what are, what are these ads? And they were basically repurposed TV ads. And it was very jarring. and It didn't go down well. So mm-hmm. when you think about that, this is originally a platform that was used and there was no ads, there was no brands. You need to come into their world and come into their style of content and be native to that. You know, not they're they're not going to come meet you the other way. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a it is very much like from me getting on. That's what I have noticed that when I do that point and shoot because I kind of one of my kind of genres that I like is kind of I suppose social media tools or these kind of cool tools and I can do a 15, mm. 20 second and it is me using you know the the captions app talking and then i flipped around and pointed my computer and it is rough and ready but that's what people seem to like because i'm educating given um mm. like something that it was interesting before i go on to the next question maybe is that when i was doing keyword research and even just keyword research using tiktok if you're a business you know doing keyword research on tiktok i found fascinating was that you could put in say your search term in the search bar but then when you scrolled down it also gives you people also searched for a whole yeah. host of all these other variations which once again i think when businesses if they start to dive deep into the capabilities they'll suddenly realize there's a wealth of opportunities for content that could align with what they're trying to i suppose communicate to an audience as such yeah, for sure. And that's like that. And to be fair to TikTok, 
TikTok, that's like only a development in the last kind of, I'd say eight to nine months. And they've done that really well in terms of, even if I watch a video that I think is interesting, when I click into the comments, mm. there'll be like a prompt for a search word relating to the video. So yeah. you want know, TikTok, even if you think of like, there could be like drama going on with the Kardashians and you'd be like, what is this? And then you go yeah. in and it'd be like such and such thing explained or even down to, you know, because people find the whole trends thing. Sometimes brands find what the, the idea of the trends overwhelming. It literally be like X trend explained and someone will have made a video to be like, this is where it came from. This is the idea. So I think TikTok have done a really good job of that. I think um, like 40% of, of 18, 24 year olds say that they use TikTok as a search engine, which like, it's just going to be so interesting to see where that goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's been a really interesting. So the, you won't be doing like, let's, I was going to say, you won't be getting in there and going, let's go and Google something up. You're going to be, let's go and TikTok something up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Google might yeah. be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, between chat GPT and TikTok, it TikTok, could be. TikTok my business, Philip. <laughs> yeah, <you> never know. <laughs> Google my business. Um, oh, you I suppose maybe in your experience of, of working with clients, um, if there's a business owner or a business owner is listening to us today who maybe are kind of maybe their appetite has been whetted to maybe test out TikTok, how should they start going about maybe approaching it to maybe reach their target audience? Like, is there sort of a step where maybe it's be very tight on your customer personas, who your ideal audience is, and then try and do some research on them, maybe on TikTok around maybe some mm. keywords and then maybe look at competitors, see what they're doing, and then come up with your own content. If if you know what I mean, like what, what would what would you feel is, is yeah. maybe a way they could approach that? Yes, yeah, so there's a couple of things, but definitely exactly as you said, they're like get on the app. So like you know, we need to all be consumers first and advertisers second, and that's you know off the media platform as well. So get on there, play around with it. That's the best way to kind of get a feel for what's going on out there. But do always remember, like, you're most likely not your target audience either. And uh, your target audience's for you page is going to be very different to yours. So, like, you know, you have to remember you're not see- going to see exactly what they're seeing. But um, I suppose it'll take some of the mystery out of it if you find the idea of TikTok a bit intimidating as a brand or as a company, like, or even just as an individual, as a marketing manager, if you're going, God, I don't know enough about this. It'll take a bit of that kind of fear away. Um, the other thing I would say is, like, there's... I suppose there's a number of ways for brands to engage on TikTok and, you know, you can do one of them, you can do all of them. You, this, you can kind of dip the toe in the water. So, um, you know, the most obvious one is for your brand to have an actual branded TikTok account. Now, that's quite a big, um, I suppose, commitment of time and resources there. Uh, well, look, it can be. It depends on what your team structure looks like. But mm. um, that can seem like a lot because you need to, you know, you need to get on there. You should be making kind of native content all the time and you need to be consistent with it. You know, mm. um, you kind of can't come on and make 10 videos and then go dark for two months. Like it's not really going to work like that. So you're going to yeah. need to have a consistent plan there. Mm-hmm. Um, so... If that feels too kind of big for you just yet, I suppose the other two options of how you kind of dip the toe in the water on TikTok would be working with a content creator um, and I suppose um, just utilizing their their audience and their their channel um, and then paid ads. So you can do direct ads on TikTok and that way you can get a feel for okay your brand and your brand message get really targeted with who you're trying to reach but you're still not committing to like another account to manage and and I suppose produce content for if you're not ready yet so you know I would say think about it there's kind of levels you can go in at um so the other thing I would say is well like you know talk to your agency or I suppose depending on on your company structure talk to the kind of 
the young folk like talk to your Gen Zers like talk to people who like yeah. TikTok yeah. is literally second nature to them because mm. um you know I I always say I'm like there could be someone in your company who I suppose isn't like like working even in the marketing team but like does their own TikTok really well themselves mm. they might want like be happy to kind of champion it champion champion your TikTok account for you like you mm. know have a think about what an authentic voice is both for your brand and then like who knows the audience well there might be like a little diamond in the rough in in your agents mm. or in your company who can kind of step up and look after that for you and mm. um, so that'd be kind of my initial advice for anyone who's going how do I start there you know yeah yeah because as you, Philip you know it's a different ball game like you know um I used to take the the mick out of Philip on his reels and he'd be doing his old kickboxing <laughs> with the sunglasses and the air guitar and I'm thinking do, huh? please stop please stop <laughs> <laughs> and I was there wondering I'm just gonna ask would it be that the kind of content that would really perform well on TikTok or is there something else out there that you would suggest if you want to start somewhere start with is it how to no air guitars what that will engage people what would you say Look, I think like it's hard to say like generally because I think it really, really does come back to like who your brand is and like what you're kind of trying to say. So like, right? you know, if you think about it, right, so as an example, I suppose Ryanair is probably, you know, uh, the first person that comes to everybody's mind in terms of who's doing TikTok really well. But if you look at their content, like they only do trends and kind of skit content. They're not providing any informative content of any form or none of that. But it works really well for them because they show they show their personality. They lean into the you know that they're mm. you know slacking themselves off and pushing back on criticism they get. That's perfect for the tone of voice and it works really well. Yeah. Um, but then if you look at somebody like Woody's, Woody's do quite a mix in terms of their content. Um, and like they could do a decent amount of creator content and repost that. They do plenty mm-hmm. of kind of how-to DIY at home style videos. Yeah. And then they have their kind of regular content of going around and kind of showing you what's in the shop style. Mm-hmm. So they've got quite a varied style there. And I think that works really well. Yeah. Um, but it really kind of depends. There's no one I would say like, oh, X brand shouldn't do a air guitar video or shouldn't do a trend. Like there's there's room for everyone to to pick up on something, but it's about um kind of that's where I suppose you, you need the, someone who can be kind of quick on the mark who knows your brand really really well and look mm. maybe you're better having your your agency do that for you but they know the brand to keep you safe enough but they see mm. a trend and go that's for you that this is us we jump on this trend yeah. we don't jump yeah. on that trend you know and yeah. it's kind of just just know and some of them will flop you'll always have the odd one that flops and like that's okay as well but it's about giving it a go um but as Philip said like I, I, I was gonna say maybe he should yeah. test it out for the crack just to see <laughs> Yeah. But if I if I test it, I might need to do it again because my hip has probably popped out. Or something, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so, um, Glad you said that, not me. Yeah. Well. To, um, um. But yeah, and I suppose the other thing is like just a relatable content. You know, works really well as well. Like, um, I suppose like Instagram in a past life that was very kind of like aspirational style, and that was we were all kind of aspiring after people. TikTok's a lot more relatable. It's kind of coming to meet the audience where they're at. Um, yeah. And people love to see a journey of any kind. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. just matter what it is. Um, there's a company, an Irish company, um, Riley. They're, we are Riley on TikTok, but um, they sell sanitary products. But they, like, I remember they were everywhere on TikTok from the week they launched. But it was because they were like, we're three girls who quit our jobs. And, like, pat, and we're literally like doing this business out of the boot of our car. You know, and people yeah. love that. I must and, look you know, them up. They, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And here, like, here we are now. Just, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Philip, yeah. you maybe you could, you know, um, you know, combine your talents with them. 
out of the boot of the car. <laughs> Maybe I, I embedded the boot of the car into a spinning kick, you know, or something. Like that. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, oh, I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> I'd say you would, yeah. This is, we have time for one more question, Maeve. Um, this has been great. I can't believe we're already nearly at the end of the first uh, the first part of the interview. But um, I wanted to ask you one last question, if I may. And it's sort of, it's kind of, a, it, there's two elements in it, if that's okay. Um, how important is it to use, say, popular songs and sounds on TikTok? But the caveat for businesses who maybe not be aware, am I right in saying that on TikTok, a business account can't use royalty songs or such that there's a separate business TikTok license yeah. or is that right? Yeah, it's the cat, it's the the rock and the hire place. Um yeah. so yeah, for paid ads, uh, a paid ad placement on TikTok, there is a commercial library, and essentially that's what you should be using as a brand. Um I, I'm like I will say, like I have seen brands. And using, I suppose, like um, sounds outside of the commercial library and using it as paid ad. And I suppose they have managed to get away with it, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. But I suppose it's not best practice. It's not something like what TikTok will do if um, there's a copyright issue with a sound. They'll leave your video up and they'll just turn the sound off, which right. obviously is a really bad user experience. And, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not something that I would obviously recommend. Yeah. Um, when posting organically, I suppose that's what kind of where brands have a little bit more freedom um, with the with the sounds that they're using. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about trending songs as in actual songs that are popular. I think that's kind of becoming less and less. Um, it's it's more about kind of sounds that you'll see people kind of doing a lip sync piece or whatever that might be. Mm. Um, but I suppose the thing is, when, when we talk about trends on TikTok, the first thing people think about is, oh, trending Anything can be a trend, which is so, mm. like hard to explain nearly but it's um it um so yeah like anything could be a trend from it could be a style of content it could be a style of editing the video it could be the transition and it could be kind of a topic people are talking about so brands can still jump on on kind of trends even if it's not sound related there's options there um so yeah i hope that kind of yeah no actually like i know filters as well like just very quickly Mm. a bit on there's two filters that seem to be going crazy on TikTok when I was last on, which was this kind of one where people are using a filter to make them look like a teenager. I did it myself. You don't was, need that, Philip. I know. Yeah. It's all the moisturization. Uh, <laughs> so, and then there was another one where it was like this old glamour filter where it was making a bit scary when, you know, women were with no makeup or putting it on and they were totally transformed, you know, oh, yeah. that seems to be gone viral yeah. as well. But, uh, but yeah, but um, she's yeah, it can, it can even be like a combination of those two things. Yeah. Some of them, like, like I'm not sure if you saw the trend where it was like a sound the devil wears Prada, where you know she says, Um, what if we don't, what if I don't want to live the way you live? And she says, Oh, don't be ridiculous, Andrea, everybody wants this. But it was yeah. paired with like a an effect that had like mascara running down their face like they're crying. So it's like, you know, uh, you could even just like people who work, work yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, make TikToks all day for a living. It's like everybody wants this and they go through the crisis. So sometimes yeah. the trend yeah. is like a combination of a sound and an effect, you know. Very good. So lots to play with, as you would say. Lots to play with. For so, sure. Uh, and we've lots more to come, as they say. Yeah, exactly. I want to yeah, say, yeah. so Mia, thanks very much for, uh, you know, sharing your wise wisdom tips and insights for 
show one. Um, where would you like people to go to learn more about what you do? Um, so we're at Pluto, the agency on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere. Um, so that's probably the best place to get us uh, and our yeah. website and see everything that we're up to. Um, all things TikTok and all things everything else. <laughs> Fantastic. And you can learn a few more, Philip. <laughs> I think so. Absolutely. We'll yeah. be following you. You know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we have to kind of up our, our TikTok game. Definitely. Um, so, mate, fantastic. And thanks so much. This has been a great show. And obviously to you, the listener, if you're watching this at a future time on YouTube, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, on the Dublin South FM website. And again, as I say, just a reminder, we're trying we're trying to get up our game with YouTube. Uh, I know it's not the topic of the, the moment, but, you know, um, video is king, as we're all learning about today. And if you would like to go and subscribe, ring the bell and leave us a comment, that would be great. Absolutely. And finally, if there's any shows or ideas for shows you'd like us to cover, send us an email to inquiries at dublinsouthofm.ie and we'd be delighted to review and maybe turn your idea into a show. Yay, all the better. So let's go for the moment and uh, join us next Friday, guys, for more with Maeve and uh, TikTok. Thanks again. Thanks, Maeve. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Dublin South FM. Have you been unemployed for over 12 months? Would you like to do something to help benefit your local community? The Southside Partnership Tooth Programme can offer you valuable part-time local work experience opportunities in the community and voluntary sector. Current positions available include radio production, sports coaching, librarian, caretaker, administration and many more. While taking part, you will receive a top-up on your social welfare job secrets payment and gain valuable work experience, helping to boost your motivation and confidence. For more information on positions that might match your interests, please call us at 01-706-0100 or go to www.southsidepartnership.ie forward slash toos. What's up? Sean Coyle here. Tune into Urban Smooth Saturdays at 7. I'll be bringing you the best in classic and contemporary hip-hop and R&B. Exciting interview guests and some great team shows. All the latest music news and old school trivia you can handle. Urban Smooth, Saturdays at 7 o'clock, only on Dublin South FM 93.9. It's Urban Smooth, shaping the soundtrack to your Saturday night. What if you could have a sustainable business without the liquidity concerns and make your company more profitable? Curious? Check out our tried and tested proven client acquisition formula. Go to www.joedalton.ie and book your free consultation now. I've always provided. That's what I do. Even when the job shut down, I somehow managed. But the pressure chips away at your confidence. I felt alone. I needed to talk things out. I learned Samaritans isn't just for when you hit rock bottom. I'm glad I called. It's always worth getting problems big and not so big off your chest. Call Samaritans. No pressure, no judgment. We're here for you. Anytime, talk to us. Free call 116123 or go to samaritans.ie. This is Dublin South FM.